what's going on what's happening what it is you are now tuned into the millennial masterclass podcast filming all millennial issues great and small that's right we talk about all types of millennial things even jabot jeans that that show is coming it's not it's not here yet it's coming either way i am one third of the collective they call me trist but we're gonna throw it right over we're gonna do something different today. we're not even gonna throw it to texas we're gonna throw it down to maryland and see what's popping in maryland <laughs> hey everybody what's up it's your girl shauna aka shauna don chilling in maryland man y'all know me every week i'm just gonna keep talking about how cold it is until it gets warm but <laughs> everything's all good down here bleak but now we can throw it down to texas how's it going liz hey y'all it's your girl liz okay lrl in temple trying to hold it together i've been under the weather i'm not gonna hold you it it started last wednesday right before thanksgiving and it's been a i don't know what it's been like i had to go get a covid test just to rule it out it came back negative Excellent. So I believe, Excellent. Common cold. Who knew we still got colds out here with all this other stuff? Going I had to around. get my brain scraped recently too. So you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. So um, things just common cold. Feel I feel pretty much like I'm over it. It's just this lingering, you know, annoying cough and everything. So, but you still you know, sound I'm sexy a, though. You still he made that sexy. I, I say say something say, sexy. Say it. Say it like yeah. Listen, I was about to say, <laughs> give me a nasally and crazy because I feel like I was I like ill. Yeah, it was getting real uncomfortable. You know, it? You know it? Oh, man. It's good times. Good times. So what did y'all get into this weekend other than sickness? Was there like, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? How was all that stuff? How was it? Was it good times? Yeah. Thanksgiving was cool. It was um on a smaller scale with just more immediate family who's here in Temple. But it was so funny because my aunt, as soon as I walked in the door, she was like, what you make? I said, I made my way over here. Ooh, <laughs> bars. Clap back ready. <laughs> my way over here. What? <laughs> She's talking about so you gotta make something for Christmas. Listen, if that's yeah, not my ministry, right. why would I subject y'all to it though? Like, why would I if I, that's not my ministry? I, Nigga, you can follow instructions. What you mean? I don't want to. I really don't. <laughs> I clean up the kitchen before and afterwards and all during. So you know, the teamwork I made think, I think they meant you could just bring a bottle of wine. I think they just meant something simple like that. My family don't even drink like that, though. Oh, like, well, never mind. I'm the drink in the family. Exactly. Like, we drink sweet tea <laughs> for these dinners, so. No, they wanted you to get in that hot kitchen. Please, miss me. I can't. <laughs> I mean, you could you could make a cold item, make a dessert, make banana cream pudding. Boom. I mean, it gets I don't even like banana pudding. Damn. So why would right. I make them? I don't, I don't know like... how I didn't know that to this moment. I'm a little hurt, but that's right. I get that. I feel like I've announced that many a times in my life that I don't like banana pudding. <laughs> Maybe you didn't shout it loud enough. I don't know. I didn't hear it. That's I, right. I don't like banana pudding. Damn. All right. <laughs> stamp. Stamp is there. Everybody heard it on well, the is show. Is it that bad? Sheesh. It's really nice. Yes. Delicious. First of all, I don't like vanilla pudding. Second of all, you it's like this mush, and then you put the I love vanilla wafers by itself, love bananas by themselves, but the whole mixture and stuff, like I don't like all that. It's just it's looks gooey and nasty. I feel mm-hmm. that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did a little baking though on my side. I cooked. I actually cooked the Thanksgiving meal. Like mm-hmm. I, okay. I enjoy doing that. I'm just saying, that's not even a brag. I just enjoy doing Gold it. Gold star for Tristan. Okay, good. Yeah. Give them to me. Three Michelin Let's stars and need be. <laughs> is that no. necessary? Wow. Okay. I mean, you know what? I don't need to share. It's fine. Good job. No, no, no. Share, share, share. <laughs> good job. We, we appreciate you. Good job. No, but what's interesting about it is that, so we ended up like, 
I was actually didn't cook as much as I normally do because I called my father and I was talking to him and he actually gave me an advice on like a sweet potato dish because normally I was going to do it in the regular way and just straight up candy. And he was like, nah, 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 you need to get some, some pecans and then you need to chop them up and then you need to get the brown sugar and flour, put that together. And you add, you add your little extra spices and then put that on top. And then it's like a crumble that's on top of the sweet potatoes. Like he likes to mash his shit. I ain't do all that. But they were, it was quite delicious. So I suggest if you're going to candy your sweet potatoes, do that first, get that going, and then do that thing I just said. It's, voila, it's fantastic. <laughs> but no, I only made like five items. Like that was like so little. I couldn't even believe This man it. said I only made, only made five, five items. <laughs> what? That's so, normally I make like nine items. Like I didn't even know how to feel. I told my mother and my and my father this, they were like, only five items that's a little little small he's like well there's only two of y'all right now because it was only two of us like the only you know it was just us for thanksgiving but i mm-hmm. felt like i didn't cook enough that's the thing yeah you yeah. know my aunt said she said you're not marriage material i said Damn. that's fine Ooh. i don't want to be married or have kids i'll be Damn. single and continue traveling Girl, because i don't conform to these gender roles of you got to be in the kitchen cooking is that a gender role i assume women can't cook i just assume all of y'all can't cook thing i'm not marriage material sheesh I, yeah. I seriously do not assume women can cook. I have never assumed a woman could cook. Never. I'm glad. And I never. hope a man who finally assumes that I ain't cooking does all the cooking. No, because I just assume <laughs> y'all don't know how to anymore. Because, like, no one can cook anymore. Oh, wow. No, not even just women, just in general, like, with people. Like, I assume people do not know how to cook until they share with me that they know how to cook. Yeah, we're in this age where everything is instant. You know, we have the air fryer, the instant pods, you know, the microwaves, you know, the George mm-hmm. Foreman grills. Everything is so quick that, like, we don't do stuff from scratch and we haven't had to learn how to do stuff from scratch. You know, no one bakes pies and cakes from scratch anymore, except for like my mom. I do. I do. But a lot of people make my own recipes. Yeah. Or like, okay, I make my own crust. Are we? Are you ready now at this point? Okay. First off, I'm gonna tell you right now. That's disrespectful to even think I don't make my own crust. All right, I'm tell you right now. (laughs) It's very important. I've never made a pie in my life, so I don't even know what. Would you like to learn how? I'll host a class. Probably not. (laughs) Like Leslie, do not like to cook. I can cook. Um, I made right. Thanksgiving last year, made a lot of options. Me and my uh, my best friend, Taya, she came to town. We did Thanksgiving at my house. But this year, I was like, I'm definitely not cooking. You know, I was in Florida, so I was just down mm-hmm. there soaking up some more sun and having a good time. Um, Why is that when you said Florida, I immediately heard Flo Rida in my head. Just shut it down. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Rider. Continue on. You could have said Trina, Trinetti. She didn't say Miami. Florida. She said Florida. So in my mind, I thought Florida. Right, because Miami is totally separate from Florida. You're right. Yeah, That's my bad. It, it looks my like mind. a whole different state. It was totally different. I studied, I, every time we went somewhere, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's only two Black people in here. <laughs> oh, no. Like Which part of Florida were you in again? Where we went. I was outside of West Palm Beach. Oh, West Palm Beach is nice, though. West Palm Beach, West nice. Palm Beach itself, I guess, had the more Black people, but we were about an hour outside. Fort Pierce or some something like that. Oh, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. Okay. I don't know. I just know if, um, West Palm Beach is the airport that I flew into. Oh yeah, West Palm Beach is nice. I like that area. It's smooth. Like if you, it's like it's Miami adjacent. You know, you ain't got to go too far to get there. You know, it's nice. I don't know. I think I'd rather have drove to Miami, but it was a I, good time. I don't blame you. <laughs> Miami's nice. <laughs> it was a good time though. No doubt. No doubt. So I guess you know what time it is then, guys. We got to get into it. We got to jump right into it. Like the pool. Splash. Me and that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Bulletin Board. 
So I know we kind of started off last week's bulletin with a sad RIP, but once again, we're going to start the same way. Uh, we're going to pay our specs to Virgil Abloh, who we all know as the creative director for Louis Vuitton and the Off-White founder. He unfortunately passed away uh, over the weekend um, at the age of 41. And apparently, like, very similar to Chadwick Boseman was battling cancer that, you know, no one knew about. Um, apparently for over two years, he was battling a rare aggressive form of cancer. Jeez. Now, forgive me if I mispronounced, but I believe it's pronounced cardiac angiosarcoma. Forgive me. Um, but yeah, he chose to battle it privately. You know, only his immediate, you know, family knew. Um, and he is survived by his loving wife and his two kids and, of course, other extended family members. So we definitely want to extend our deepest condolences um, to his family and his close friends and everyone who, of course, was impacted in the entertainment fashion world. Um, I've seen a lot of beautiful posts go up about him. So just rest in peace to Virgil. And he's an Illinois native. So, I mean, a lot of my folks, actually, I know people that knew him. So, like, it's it's just, it's crazy. Like, you know, yeah. maybe went to school with him, you know, interactions with him. And it's just like, wow, like, you know, hearing here one day, gone the next. It's you just, just never really know. You two don't. years, two you years don't. he's been dealing with this, and people didn't know. I mean, because ain't nobody business, but his. But still, right, 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 for sure. I saw something on Instagram that said, um, "I'm gonna have to paraphrase that and like screenshot it," but it was to the effect of never be envious of what someone else has because you never know like when it was their time. So essentially saying God may have needed them to be great now because their life may only be so short type of thing. So never like, you know, be envious to like wish you were at their status now because you just never know. God may have needed them to be great as soon as possible right then and there because their life is over so short, you know? I'm here for that energy because I mean, that goes along with the like, you know, you got to stay the course because your time, you don't know when your time is. I'm not even talking about just like after, you know, you leave this earth. I'm just talking about like everybody kind of moves at their own pace. Like just because they had this number one single here, it doesn't mean you won't have a number one single. It just means that maybe that shit's down the line. So, right. I don't know why that's why I chose number one single, but you know, whatever. Because because you're gonna have one one day, you know. You know, I'm always wanting one, but that's low, really low on the list. That's there's a lot of other things <laughs> I would like to have first. It just is. I mean, like everybody has a list of like ridiculous, not even ridiculous things, but like lofty things you would like to accomplish. That is mm-hmm. definitely near the 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 very bottom of the list. That's all I'm that's saying about that one. It'll happen though. I appreciate that. Are you gonna try to get on the track? Are you gonna you gonna give me a verse? Oh, you know, I spit at verse too. What's up? What's up? What you need? What you want? Come on. I like it. Now for a little bit of good news though. Give them give them a little bit of good news, right? Or, or did I? I hope. Uh, well, yes, this is good news. This okay. Is good news. Okay. It, it All right. Came, it came via a terrible way, of course, but of course, this is yeah. um, a relief for us. So, um, last Wednesday, in an almost all-white jury. Um, they found Travis McMichael, um, his father, Gregory McMichael, and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, guilty in the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. So oh, this was great news. Yes, it's great news. It's that, great it news. is and it isn't, though, because why is his life gone? Like, why are we cheering about right. them catching these dudes, but his life is gone, you know? Right. right. You know, that there's is. a bunch of people that'll never get to see that man again, you know? Look, right. I was trying to look for the good and what just happened and way to take us back down to negativity. No, I mean, no, yes, it is good. good. It is because good. normally they don't pay for the crimes they do against African Americans. So this is great news that they were actually convicted. Um, mm-hmm. Travis McMichael was convicted of malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, 
false imprisonment and criminal attempt to commit a felony, while George McMichael and William Bryan were found not guilty of the malice murder charge, but guilty of everything else. And all three of them are facing life in prison. So hopefully mm. they get life. Good. You know, it's interesting, though. I did see a post. Um, I should have screenshot that. But the lady was like, see, people say we live in a racist America, but an all-white jury convicted these three white guys. And then immediately under there, someone was like, yeah, but why were they on trial to begin with? Exactly. And why did it take this long to get there for this to occur? Because when, how long ago did that happen? And right. where is it now? And, and trust me, if we didn't have a video, exactly. they would not have been convicted. At this point, it's like, that can part. you deny that? And we've no, and, and that's not even true. Video don't even help anyway. How many times have we had actual video and it didn't even help? It, right. It's crazy. Right. Just it angers me. Like I almost like I almost didn't even want to say their names, but I mean I need people to know who these people are just so you can avoid them. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out on their actual um, you know, when they're sentenced and everything and pray that they get life in prison and don't see another day outside of those walls because uh, they deserve. Hello. Absolutely. Absolutely. This this one is a little interesting here, this point that you're about to bring up, because I didn't know that this was a thing. I was just under the impression that we had enough, but apparently not. So Well, you know, apparently there's a shortage with everything out here nowadays. You know? <laughs> so I just want to make sure. Let my building tell it there's a shortage on elevator parts because there's one elevator that's still not working <laughs> since we've moved in. But whatever. Look, that's not that's not for now. It's not for now. Hey, y'all been for how many months? I don't want to talk about it. It's going to upset me. <laughs> it's just going to upset me. Well, I just want to let the listeners know that apparently there is a global booze supply shortage. So, oh, not around the holidays. How are you going to deal with yes. family? But yes. like you can make your own booze, though. It's not like it's hard to make. Everybody that's trying to make stuff from scratch. Why the hell would you want to do that? No damn hooch. You said no hooch. Nigga, it's not illegal to do anymore. It's not illegal. We don't want it's that. It's no longer bootlegging. You just make it. Just... What is there a shortage of? Casamigos? Because that's what Oh, I'm my doing. God. If there's a shortage of Casamigos, I'm going that. to go steal some right now. That is insane. Everybody drinking that. Oh, that's my goodness. No, and then, uh, and then they want to not have the Añejo anymore. I want to give you Blanco. <laughs> Blanco. So apparently the experts are saying that we shouldn't like completely run out. Wait a minute. Who are these experts? Who are these experts? Who's who the experts? The quote unquote experts. So what they're saying is we shouldn't completely run out, but you, it may take you a couple more trips to a couple different places in order to find what you're looking for. Okay. So did they say exactly which spirits were the shorter joint? Is it just wine? Is it bourbon? Is it vodka? Like I can't find my Blantons. Like what are we talking about here? So from what I read, they said many high-end liquors like scotch and cognac are stuck <sighs> in backup ports. <laughs> oh, <laughs> scotch. And around 40% of the hard alcohol um, in the United States is imported. So that's where like the backup, because, you know, I know you've seen the videos of like all these different ships just like sitting in the water because there's not enough like people to work and everything like that. So it's affecting us across the board when it comes to food, liquor, supplies, everything, gas and everything. So um, basically they're saying they're seeing some of the shortages coming from the large distillers um, and some of the craft distillers as well. So I'm putting that out there just so y'all can start like preparing and stocking up now. So if you go to this store, that store, maybe like grab a bottle or two if you see it. This is a a hoax. This is a fucking hoax. This is so people are going to buy more alcohol and stock it away. No, this is like, okay, okay, remember Remember they said we was running out of toilet paper? Right. A hundred rolls. That was exactly where I was going with that. Procter & Gamble (laughs) made how much money? Fuck, it's crazy. Yeah, true. Yeah. true. 
Hey, I'm just reporting what I hear. I'm just getting. I'm just the heads no. Up. This is so but this is the liquor store, and I see the scotch getting real low. I might have to buy a couple bottles. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Selling them for double the price. I'm not drinking it. I want to sell them for double the no, price. No, I'm gonna tell you what this is. All <laughs> this is out. so Hennessy can make some more money because niggas are gonna buy a bunch of Hennessy. That's all this is. It's just because you said Y'all cognac and scotch. Twenty. You already know all the Henny gonna be gone. I still got my uh, Henny White from Jamaica, so I'm good. I, I don't really drink Henny. That's not really my drink. My, my, my it's not mine either. Henny is disgusting. I don't it think it really is. Really I don't know about disgusting. It's just not. Yes, it is. We my black people. Culture, my black people. That shit is not good. My black people. Henny has had a hold on us for quite some time. We got to release the hold. Oh, <laughs> oh, interesting stat about Hennessy, though. Do you know 60% of Hennessy sales are actually made in the United States and in the southern part of the United States? 60% of Henny sales worldwide. That sounds accurate. Okay. All those black folks here in Texas. Drinking Hennessy. In Alabama, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Adding these French man's pockets. That's all uh, that is. It's bullshit. It's crazy. That sounds accurate. So years ago, I, this is a real quick little void. So <laughs> I'm sorry. This is funny. So we were, at a, we were at a church service, actually in Maryland, as a matter of fact. And, um, the church. Oh my no, 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 no. Seriously, no, it's part of it. So basically what happened is that this was around the time there was that lady, um, I forget her name, but she and her husband live in Chicago uh, with, with, their, with their children. And they, for a whole year, only bought Black-owned products. So they figured out okay. how they were going to do it for a whole year. They said it was tough because there were only so many grocery stores. They had to go further to the north side and all that other stuff, right? And then they were given statistics on the Hennessy and the Hennessy was one of the statistics they gave. And so after all that, she gave her whole presentation. The pastor got up and said, yeah, so I'm glad that you guys, you know, really took in this word because it wasn't really a sermon. It was just, you know, trying to, you know, give, bring awareness to what she was doing. He said, but I knew we were a good congregation, but I do know that there, I do have the answer to arts making wealth. Clearly we need to make some Hennessy because that's clearly what black folks are buying. So, so clearly we all need to make we all need to invest in a distilling company and we need to make some Hennessy. The pastor said that. The pastor, yes, the, the pastor was like, so clearly we need to make some cognac. I was like, uh, he's wild for that, but I loved it. He was right, but he was right though. And he wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. Oh my Lord. That's hilarious. Really in his communion cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all in the communion. Why you want to oh. look so different, pastor? He don't said, you know, it's, 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 the, it's the light. It's the light, girl. You just don't uh, see it. It's the light right up here. It's the pastor's cup. God anointed this himself. Come on now. Communion. <laughs> Wait a minute. I took communion just the other day, like for the first time in like, who knows how long. And communion is like, it's different now. Like they give you a little juice cup. The juice cup mm, that like, has a cracker on top. Right. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Little, uh-huh. It ain't no more to break breaking the cracker. Right. No more and, like, it's that little no. circle white thing and got it, the little prepackaged. Yeah, but you know, all like I all I could think about was who is manufacturing these? They are making a killing because their overhead got to be real low. <laughs> Y'all, what if what if we manufactured them instead of making it like that spongy kind of cracker thing? We can make them like flavor like a cinnamon one, like a chocolate one, like a cheesy. So you think the church flavor. gonna spend that? They're gonna spend the congregation. It's the body of Jesus. The, Jesus' body tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> Jesus' saying, body never you... tasted like chocolate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the evolution nope. of communion. Like what? Jesus was black. I'm sure you taste. I'm like not that. saying he wasn't black, but it would taste savory. Like I feel like it was gonna taste like an oxtail or something. Like I'm just saying. Exactly. So better than the cracker sponge that they give us. I don't know. I don't know why, but oxtail seemed right in my mind. Jesus tastes like jerk chicken. Come on now. Wow. Okay. He's spicy. I guess he might have been spicy. Spicy. You thought he was a little spicy. Come on. But anyway, um, that's all I got for y'all. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep my ears to the street and report back next week, y'all. <laughs>
for part two of our interview with Nathaniel Turner, our mental health professional. Please enjoy. All right, then. So, well, we're going to jump ahead here just for a moment. So, I mean, with all that you said and you find that like this is your calling, you find that this is what you've been drawn to do, you know, Mm -hmm. so how do you keep all your conversations from turning into little therapy sessions? Because it seems like like, that's Mm -hmm. a natural path, a natural progression for any conversation that you're having especially yeah. anything heavy you know yeah and and when i was um when i was in philly this was something that i ran into um um issues with when i was still in my graduate program was um i found myself um like going going too deep um and and almost like reading people um in a way that i thought <laughs> was, no but but i'm but i'm serious in a way that i thought was being like i'm really just trying like i'm trying to have like the most honest conversation that i can have with you and i had to recognize like yo not everybody wants that mm-hmm. not everybody not everybody wants that not everybody's ready for that so you have to be very careful with um like the stuff that you're reading into the the questions that you're asking people because i've definitely had conversations with people where even though i'm consciously being like yo just chill like try to keep it a little bit more surface they've been like hmm are you a therapist and i'm just like yo i swear (laughs) i'm just asking you questions because you're an interesting person (laughs) and i'm like i'm just trying to get to i'm just trying to get to know like you're you're telling me about your dad so i'm i'm asking you about your dad and i'm asking like i'm asking you these questions and it's just like i thought it was i thought it was open for but but this is this is definitely something um that continues to be a challenge i have to be so i think there's a there's a part of my mind where like if you're when you're in therapy this is what it feels like being a therapist right you are, you're in a conversation with somebody. So you're present with them here, kind of like just directly. Then you're kind of like standing to the side and you're seeing what's happening between the two of you. And then you're kind of like standing behind yourself and you're seeing what's happening in your head. And when you train long enough to, um, to, to be able to kind of like do those things like almost simultaneously multitasking is a, is a myth. You can't actually multitask. You can actually, you can only like switch between different things that you're doing. But if you get to a point where you can really do it quickly so that people can't tell the difference, that's a hard habit to turn off. Right. And so mm-hmm. I got to be very careful when I'm, when I'm speaking to people, especially people that I care about and that they, they've told me like intimate things about their life that, you know, what kind of answer do you like, what kind of answer do you want me to give? I'll sometimes preface it. I'll be like, look, <laughs> I'd be like, wow, I, like that's really that sounds really challenging. And but it also sounds like like you're kind of handling it well. I, I kind of have something that I want to say, but I feel like it might be kind of like advice. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you looking are you looking for like advice from me right now? Or do you just need me to be like an ear? You tell me you tell me what yeah. you need and you have to kind of treat it like important. a privilege. No, but I'm that's glad that you said important. that because mm-hmm. one of our past guests, maybe, you know, him, Terrence Williams. I don't know if you know him. <laughs> That was a good episode. No, no, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was oh, you episode. know him. Okay, cool. That's what <laughs> I know him. <laughs> anyway, he said something that, like, do you, ha- when he calls people, he asks, do you have the emotional capacity yeah. right now yeah, I like to that. listen to what I have to say? And yeah, it that seems really that that's mm-hmm. how your mind is working at all times. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I can attest to exactly what Nate is saying because I know, like, when we talk, I go into it knowing that Nate is going to give me the real. He's going to. <laughs> read my life and get me together 
And even the last time we talked, I had some homework that I need to do. I had some follow-up stuff that I need to do. And we haven't talked since because I'm still haven't got my life together in the way that I need to. <laughs> but, but that's how you know. That like, don't mean that we can't talk though. I'm just, I just want to say something. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you've acknowledged that publicly for everybody, right? Because I wasn't going to say nothing, but I have also been like, where is my friend Leslie? I wonder how she's doing. But I wasn't going to say nothing because again, that's not for me. That's not for me to say. That's not for right. me. To, not for me to jump in there, right? You mm-hmm. you move at your own pace, right. and but but at the same time, don't feel like you're you're not performing for me. Like this is not, it's not a performative relationship. Right. You can still talk to me. You don't gotta have done whatever, <laughs> right? Like, there's no condemnation on this side. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I need I need some more uh, Nathaniel. Uh, That's real. I got you. Yeah, but no. I like but, the fact that you ask if people are if they want to hear your advice because sometimes you just want to vent like I didn't want to I didn't I could have called my own therapist bro like (laughs) I have a therapist I just call because you're my friend and I just want to vent because some fucked up stuff happened or I'm just feeling emotional today you know I didn't I don't really want to be psychoanalyzed or anything I just want you to be like damn that's crazy (laughs) you know (laughs) could be one of those right now this is a question that just popped in my head now, because now with all of this being said now, when you're dating, like, do they feel like you're the mental feds? Like you're always probing. Cause I just feel like, no, because I deal with this myself. My lady is a, a mental health professional. Now she was working more with adolescents and children and neuroscience and whatnot. But the thing is that I always feel like there is psychological warfare at fo- afoot at any one moment. Like I feel <laughs> like there's always a mental probe out there. And I feel like I have to be three steps ahead in anything we're talking about because I feel like she's using some type of thing she's learned or system to break me down like you know like I feel like that's always in the back of your mind like and it's nonsense because I can be paranoid in general because that's just how I'm I'm wired to operate <laughs> mm-hmm. but like do you experience that in your relationships so relationships and dating is a whole separate that's a whole separate podcast and maybe maybe um, maybe like Valentine, <laughs> we'll have you back on maybe like oh, Valentine's sure. Day or something like that sure. back and we can talk Perfect. all about that but Perfect. i will say this i will say this you i had to i got to a point where I recognize that, so Leslie, you 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 have said um, you have, you have said like uh, spirituality is is in Christian spirituality in, per, in in particular is something that's really important to you. Um, the verse that just popped in my head was um, when Jesus said not to cast um, your pearls amongst swine, right? There, getting for me, self care recognize that there's a lot of energy vampires out there, right? Mm-hmm. And the work that I have been doing on myself and have been doing on myself for many years um, is going to put me in a different category, right? And this is not a this is not a a, a toot toot or nothing like this. This is this is being real. And anybody that's listening right now, recognize this if this is you, and recognize if you're if you're overextending yourself. In he is ways. one of the most eligible bachelors and queens, yeah. everybody. I'm just gonna put but, that out there, but not, but, but that's not, right now. but that, but I might be, but I know, I'm not, exactly. And I Leslie know. gets it right, but and that's the point, right? Because when you stop looking, right, when you stop looking and you start focusing on on your work, you start for, focusing on on what your purpose is, you start focusing on um on getting well, you will start to fall into alignment, a, a, a deeper alignment with your life path, your particular trajectory. You will start to um quiet the noise that is kind of like pulling you um, um, to and fro. And that means that there's going to be a lot of people that may seem appealing, right, on the outside, or they may even seem appealing a little, if you go a little bit on the inside, but they not, but, but they not, they not, 
there's there's nothing good for that was not an innuendo I didn't say anything, bro. I said nothing. No, I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them. As you're as you're saying this, I'm like, okay, this is this is why the emotional the, tip. But listen, the emotional, emotional tip. tip. You can. Wow. I like that. No, as I like that. This like day, that. That's why I'm thinking yeah. in my head. This is why we ain't talk since because my life is still noisy. So. Uh-huh. But listen, <laughs> and, and so and so, yeah. But 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 to to use what you said, Shauna. If you just get that like emotional tip in just a little bit, and you start to see like, yo, just for a second, yo, I'm serious though. A lot of people are able to put up a facade of um, of wellness, right? Mm-hmm. And that facade is strengthened by a lot of these really surface level definitions of mental health and self care and everything like that. And you can have you can end up with people that look a certain type of way and talk a certain type of way. It may seem a certain type of way, but really, what you're looking for is you're trying to get to the heart of a person. Does this person actually have my well being? at heart, right? Are, are they really trying to, to, to really like steward a relationship with me very well? And I stopped dating, right? Because about a year ago to like a year ago this month, like about a year ago, um, I came out of a situation where um, I went in way too fast because everything was looking real good. It was looking the way it was supposed to look, right? And it, it, it wasn't, right? And, and, that, and that, that realization really took me to like a really broken place where I was able to, to really confront a, a lot of the, the, the really deeper stuff that I hadn't been able to confront to that extent on my mental health journey up until that point or, or my holistic wellness journey up until that point. But um, I say all that to say, um, I'm very choosy. I'm very, I'm very choosing. I'm very particular as a result of this journey um, with who I'm giving my, who I'm giving my space to, who I'm giving my time to, who I'm giving my energy to, um, because not everybody's deserving. Not everybody's deserving. Really? I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's honestly all the questions, unless ladies have a few more questions for, you know, while we have the expert here. <laughs> now you hit every point. Well then, sir, we do have a few more questions for you before you get out of here. These are the hot okay. buttons. The very first question, spell millennial. M-I-L-L-E-N-I-A-L. Incorrect. But wait, wait, I-A-L, I-A-L, damn. It's two oh, ends. It's two ends, dog. Two ends. Oh, so I was, I was, I was wrong, wrong Millennials don't know how to spell millennial. millennial. No one no, knows millennial. millennial. But you know what? Millennial is like one of those words like Renaissance where it's oh, just like, yeah, I, still can't I don't know how to. I, like, I don't know. You know what's crazy? <laughs> That's the name of the church we go to. I That's the name spell, of the church. Actually. Yep. And I'm just like, I don't know how to spell it. I don't yeah. know. I can't even spell receipt. I'd be like, what, what letter? <laughs> it's recipe. It's recipe, right? Recipe. I never get it. The I, I got to the E. Yeah, recipe. So yeah, yeah, recipe. Yeah, recipe. Yeah, recipe. Now That's y'all know how, how to I say that shit out loud. Yeah, can I have my recipe? Other I actually say recipe. R e c e i p i t. Receipt. P i t. Confusing me. R e c. Ah shit. I before e except after c. So it'd be R c e i p t. And then everybody recognizes that they gotta go back to grade school. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, are you smarter than a fifth grader was a hell of a challenge. I'm going to tell you that show was a challenge. Oh my goodness. Next up, bro. If they ask you out today, who are you saying yes to off top? Ashanti. Oh, not Ashanti. Yeah, good. Not Ashanti. Not Ashanti. I just saw Ashanti the other day, bro. I'm going to tell you about it. I said, what? In New York? (laughs) Where she was at? But still, no. But wait. In Harlem, bro. At the Apollo. I saw her. I I was maybe 50 feet away from her. 
He went to the really? Soul Train Awards. So. Oh, okay. And they honored her. Who would I say? Wow, yo. Wait, why not? Why not Ashanti? You loved Ashanti for so long. Is it because she's too much of a temptress or something? Like, yes, she yeah. she would be. She would have me. She would have me off my game. Who am I saying yes to on top? Um, there's this artist. Like you um, breaking plans for this. You breaking plans to this. There's there's um there's a Christian artist um named Doe. Um, no. I got I got a yeah named Doe D O E. I got a low key crush on her. Um, I know you're talking about. I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be like between her or uh or or Corinne Hawthorne. Yes, I love her. Right, respect. Clearly, my mind is in the gutter because I was like, dang, I wouldn't know if I would go out with a Christian girl. I'd <laughs> Sean, Shut I was up. thinking it too. Yo, Sean, I was thinking it too. No, Sean, just I was saying, thinking I it too. I was like, oh word, y'all just gonna hold hands? Corinne looks like she's cool. That's funny. I, I just assumed they were gonna hold hands. I just assumed that was what was gonna happen. I'm you say go out like that. That just means right, right, right. I just go have a nice dinner. We could see a nice movie. We could we could listen to some smooth jazz. It don't gotta be nothing. He's a good dude, ladies. He's a good dude. Yeah, don't have to be nothing aside from that. All right. (laughs) If you could have a therapy session with one person, who would that be? Ooh, um, this is a tie. Oh shit. No, matter of fact, matter of fact, it's not a tie. Um, if I had a therapy session with one person, is it Kanye? No. It would be oh 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 wait wait I know I was thinking I would be the person who's the client oh either way bro answer that's both how, ways that's how, oh, that's how quick I was it went thinking for me. you were giving a therapy yeah oh, but no. answer it both ways oh, we want both answers both. for sure both ways we want both if answers. there was if there was one person I could give therapy to it would be Drake mm. okay work on the same why, why is, is it Aubrey why is it, it Aubrey Drake. so I think that there there are some people. There are some people that I feel like they they have a record like okay so first of all Aubrey's really he's significant right he has a he has a, a a lot of impact so when I'm thinking about therapy just as far as like a career is concerned I'm thinking about moving away from like a one to one model and I'm thinking about like how can I how can I have a systemic impact right how can I use my time um, to impact more people right mm-hmm. I'm thinking that if I'm having a therapy session with Aubrey. Um, I'm familiar with Aubrey. We're both millennials. We're around the same age. Um, I came up on his music. You know what I'm saying? I have an understanding of Aubrey, I believe, um, and how he kind of like fits into the culture. But I also think that Aubrey, um, like all of us, right? But but Aubrey, because his music is out there, I'm, I'm saying him, um, he got some demons that he worked, that he that he's trying to he's trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know if he has the people around him that's really going to tell him. The things that he needs to know, because I don't know some of his some of his tracks on Certified Lover Boy sounded like, especially on um, what's it called? Um, champagne. A lot of his tracks sound Poppy? the same though. The, the first, the first one. Well, I'm just saying. He's talking about the content. I get it. I'm talking. I'm talking it. about the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and um, it, it sound they sound like cries for help. And mm-hmm. and Drake strikes me as a person who is not beyond the point of getting help. I think that he recognizes, but he's he's stuck. He like man, it's just it's too much to. There's, there's too much around me right now for me to give it up. Um, and I feel like the people that are in his corner and that's in his ear right now is not really going to help him do it. But if Drake could change, look at Justin Bieber, man. Justin Bieber Justin Bieber and Kanye are having some turnarounds, um, not only in their content, but also in their faith. And mm-hmm. when I think about the their their impact just on other artists, but on like just systems, world systems in general, I'm thinking like those are the people that you really need to, you need to go to the top and then um, let that change trickle down. So it would be Drake if I'm working with somebody in therapy. If I'm on the couch, it's going to be Esther Perot. It's going to be Esther Perot. Perot. Who is Esther this 80-year-old Perot. lady? 
Who is Esther Perel. Who is this eighty-year-old lady? She's a she's a relationship she's a relationship therapist um, who's um, who's based in New York. Um, she has a podcast. Oh, she she's has here. A couple. She's a yeah. She's a couple podcasts, but um, her podcast, "Where Should We Begin?" and she has another one called "How's Work." Um, it basically deals uh, deals primarily around relationships. And she's I have both of her books. They're phenomenal books on relationships, mating in captivity um, and the state of affairs. Um, phenomenal books. But um, I feel like she just she has a persona and a perspective that um, I really just feels I feel like um, it, it just encapsulates the human experience while also being very grounded um, and, and level and stable. Um, but also like like she can meet you where you are culturally. Like there's just there's you, you got to listen to some of her stuff in order for you to really get it. But like she can I really she can work with anybody. So she she's work with anybody and she's. She's she's up there. She's like in her sixties. But oh, she she is that old. Her name was Esther. She's in, she's in her. She's sixty-three. Yeah, she's in her. She's in her sixties. But but she okay. but she's lit. She's lit though. If you listen to any of her content, you may understand. You'd be like, oh, she's she's a polyglot. She speaks like four or five languages. Um, yeah. she's an immigrant. Jewish. She, she a little yeah, spicy. her her really parents, liking Esther Perel. The more I hear yeah, about her, her, yeah, she she's she's lit. But but that that's who I would be on the couch for. Okay. All right. Okay, I like that. Top three He's movies. Gonna get featured on Drake next album. That's all he wants. Just my oh, low key. Drake may have a little segment where you're speaking, you know, about some type the of end of the song. Exactly. The, you know, the mind is a crazy thing. The when intro. I think about it, that's Yo, you I'm right done. there. That's you, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. What do you say? Therapy is the dressing room for real life. It's the dressing room for real life. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a quote. That's a quote from um from Irvin from Irvin Yalom and and if I was if I was having therapy with anybody else then it would be him. Okay. okay. Yeah, I got, I got right. he has like way many books, but I got a few of them and they're, and they're really good. Top three movies, sir. They don't necessarily have to be top three oh, mental hard, health movies. Man, that's just, too just hard. Grab a story. You only got fifteen oh seconds. God, you really don't so have hard. long, bro. That's so freaking difficult. That's man. why I these are hot that. buttons, bro. It's quick. I can't do it. I can't. But do you it. can though. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Nah, I be um, the same way. I don't handle no If you I need five, that's okay, fine. okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Three. At least. All right. I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you three that that are really good. Um, Dune. I'm gonna give you one recently that I've seen. Dune. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna give you one within the last maybe like five years we'll say um blade runner uh 2049 that was love decent. it love very it very nice movie um yes. and i'm gonna give you just historical all-time great gladiator oh hell yeah now i'm really happy see this is why i fuck with you bro Gladiator. <laughs> that gladiator. is my yes. movie i was are just... you not entertained fam? are yes. you yes. not entertained are you not entertained Am I and are you not oh, entertained? This is not a moral I, man. And am I not merciful? Is like those are the work. Don't like it. Just it jumps out he at you. Man. Every time I watch that, he knows the mob. Every man. time I see that movie, I'm just like the soundtrack. Hans Zimmer did his thing. It just yeah, takes, he did. It takes me to a different place, man. It's like, but okay, I showed it through. to my lady just the other day, trying to oh, get yeah? her to really trying to get her to, to really to understand the it. essence of it. I get it you. Was, it was wasted, but it was fine. I mean, you got to be ready for it. Like, uh, <laughs> we're gonna let y'all have nice things <laughs> look i'm like i don't know i ain't seen that one of them okay movies. i started mm. new i just haven't finished it so just throwing that out there okay sunrises or sunset sir sunrises or sunset Ooh, that's really good um depends on where i am and who i'm with mm, i like that too i'm gonna say 
I know y'all didn't ask me, but I'm gonna say sunset because I typically ain't up early enough to see the sunrise. <laughs> 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 so I haven't gone to sleep yet and I see it then okay, sunrise, but I ain't waiting uh, up early to see that. I'm gonna say, okay, so the, let me let me preface this. I'm gonna say sunrise if I'm sunrise if I'm by myself because I like to see particularly like the way I have my plants set up in my living room. I like to see the sun coming up and and, and giving my plants they they little their little daily bread. So the, I, I like that. Daddy, y'all. Yeah, I'm, I am a plant daddy. I'm, I'm a recent, plant recent plant daddy, daddy but, but hey, plant it's coming daddy. along. It's coming along, man. I got some jade. I got some, I got some other things that I don't know the names of, but I got some jade. Take some pictures. <laughs> you know I'm, we'll like, talk like, about I'm like, ain't that a rocket something? But I got some, I got some. No, jade plant. It is also that. I got some, I got some that. I have a jade plant as well, sitting in the window right now. Okay. They love the sun. Go. They love the sun, not too much water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and sunset if I'm if I'm with somebody because we'll probably be out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, mm. it, it sets the it sets the mood. It's romantic. You know, mm-hmm. we, we just had we just had some a, a nice tasty meal, and so you know the, the, the sunset just comes. And... <laughs> they explore the, the rest question? of the city. <laughs> go whole hand. That's what I'm saying, man. We going to read the Bible together. Look, That's I not what you. I was gonna say, but uh, <laughs> but but we we might explore the rest of the city. I do like I love New York, man. I love New York, especially at sun, especially Ooh. at like New York at night. I love it. It comes. Thank alive. you for saying that because that goes ties with the last thorough. question. What okay. is your favorite thing about New York? And that is the last question. Oh, my favorite thing about New York. Okay, my favorite. Okay, my favorite thing to do in New York is to drive on the FDR, like to take a late night drive on the FDR. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite thing in New York, or to drive across a bridge, but specifically at nighttime where the skyline is illuminated. It just it hits different. There are like what too bridge? many things. What bridge you talking about? The one that Diddy had them running over and uh, making the band? Oh, no, the Brooklyn okay. Bridge. No, the Brooklyn uh, Bridge. He's talking about the FDR. Nah. Okay, no, okay. so if so if you're doing the FDR, you could do like the Queensboro Bridge. So you can come across like 59th Street, and then there's a way to kind of like curve right down onto the FDR going north. But like just mm-hmm. or or getting it coming south, right, coming from Harlem, um, it's just it's, it's beautiful. Right. I just I love this the skyline, the way that the, the lights reflect off the water, all of the lights is 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 beautiful. I love that's it. your favorite thing about New York, or just your favorite thing? That's one of my. That's my. That's like my favorite. That they gives me whenever I do that, it gives me nostalgia. Like whenever I'm driving through the city, um, I, I'm reminded that New York is so big, but it's also so accessible. New New York is for me. Um, being a lifelong New Yorker, New York feels like a, like a microcosm of the world. Like I really feel like you can Absolutely. have really any experience that you're looking to have, you can have it in New York if you know where to look. I, I truly believe that. Does that mean I've had any and every experience? No, I haven't, because I ain't looking to do everything. But I feel like if you really, if you really were looking, you could find it. And and New York is accessible for people who know how and where to look. I concur. Well, sir, that's all the questions we have for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by and dropping Yay. these mental gems on us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Some heavy, you. some light, but all in some between. Some heavy, man. some light. Some in between. Yeah. Exactly. I appreciate y'all. Definitely. I appreciate y'all for just put the tip in. Oh, oh my gosh. And on that note, just for a second, <laughs> I say, y'all got the, the emotion. You got to preface it with the emotional, man. Like, don't, oh, don't have people thinking of the emotional a lot of tips, tip, bro. Come on. A lot of tips. I mean, they should have been listening to the the whole episode. And they exactly. Yeah, don't be checking our sound bites. Listen to the whole episode. Emotional tips just slide in easier, okay? Wow. Don't need no wow. don't need no mental lose. That's right now. that's not and that is the end of our time. Episode mental 
Oh my God! No, no, we cannot call this no, episode you cannot. lubrication. I'm putting that on my Instagram, I'm still on the episode. Please. Oh God! Anyway, <laughs> y'all. Thank you to Mr. Turner again. We appreciate Yo. you. Sorry, you don't have time you. to hang out with us for recess, but we yeah. will have you on again, sir. Yes, Valentine. Thank you, Nate. Thank you so much. Our Valentine's episode. We're gonna break down these relationship conversations. Ooh. Hope y'all yes. ready for that, man. Hope y'all ready for that. Because if we having a relationship conversation, I really gotta. I might have to come like all the way. That may so, be like, a special episode. We might have. Yeah, like, yeah I really gotta be careful that. with that. That mm-hmm. might be a panel episode. I might make I, the, my my views on relationships might make some people like if I'm giving like an unadulterated view, it's not a therapist view. Because if I'm coming on, I'm not coming on as a therapist. Right. I may be coming on as a therapist in some capacity, but. I'm going to have to distinguish between, okay, this is me and this is this is therapist me. It might make some people feel some type of way. That's all I'm trying to say. That's so what we, like. we want the unabridged on, response. That they understand, this is an unabridged podcast. Fine. Oh, yeah. He's definitely coming back for that, for sure. Kidoki. All right, then, brother. We will holler <laughs> at you later, man. Go. Peace out. Thank you, man. All right, John. And you know what time it is. It's time to play. So it's time for recess. <laughs> I always say I'm gonna get a new sound effect, but I never do. You know, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Movies. Have, did you guys watch that new Holly Berry movie, Bruce? I ain't yeah. watched it yet, but it looks interesting. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's She's like, it some good. Like, what is that? UFC, MMA, or I don't know, some kind of violent fighter. She directed this, right? Yes, she yes. did. She directed that was why summer. I was super interested. I was like, let's see what Hallie gonna do. Is she gonna direct it? Let's see what she gonna do. Yes, and they apparently have an all-female rapper soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Everybody's not a rapper on the soundtrack because her is on the soundtrack. Oh, and her all-female artists. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. About I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all black as well. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's the case. Let me look. Yeah, Doja Cat on there or something? Oh, okay. She got Cardi. <laughs> but you know she identifies no but <laughs> leslie you said you've watched it how'd you feel about the movie did you like it yes i watched losing isaiah part two uh, <laughs> <laughs> holly just can't get it right with the kids <laughs> don't never and it's always a boy monsters losing isaiah. it's always a little boy she can't get right with but um oh my lord <laughs> no i i I think it was a great movie it had a great storyline you were able to like empathize with her character and all that she's gone through and it's kind of like that um you know underdog story or a story of redemption and you know pulling it together or at least seeing the the steps she was taking to pull her life back together um I did shed a couple tears at the end you know the little in fight scene and stuff like that I was like go ahead mm-hmm. go ahead Hallie and the little boy give him all the awards he said young Denzel but he, yes, he acted his behind off. So give him all the awards. But overall, I think Hallie did a great job for her directorial debut. And I'll be interested to see if it's like nominated for any of the awards coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for him did. to be so young, he really did kill that role. He like, did. He, really, he was so sad for real. Like it was, I, it was hard I to think, watch. I think it takes more to be an actor when you really just have to go off of like your expressions and emotions without even saying anything. You really have to get the audience to feel what you're feeling without words. Like that little boy got it. He's a he star. did that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, overall, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. It was, you know, in the beginning, especially like it was like a little gruesome for me. You know, I don't really like all the little like yeah. and all that stuff. So I was like I turning see, my head like, ooh, this is a lie. And my mom, of course, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
was like, what? Oh, <laughs> so she was freaking out a little bit, but it was great though. I, I liked it. Yeah, that's something like that extra violent fighting. This is worse than boxing. Y'all kicking and all of that. Like, but do y'all yeah. actually watch UFC fighting though? Like, did you watch when like Ronda no, Rousey was like fighting? My life. I saw that uh, that uh, her fight when she got uh, knocked, knocked out, out, and then I saw everybody saw. It. But you didn't see the other eighteen previous where she knocked bitches out. Like, right? <laughs> no, like, I saw Floyd and uh, what's the Irishman? What's his name? That was a boxing match. That didn't count. That was whack. Yeah. Mm. Well, shout out to Holly because that movie was really good. I definitely enjoyed it. But did you watch Portia's Family Matters, Leslie? Girl, I don't even know what that is. What are we even talking about? Right now? <laughs> Girl, you know I did. Um, it's pretty much like the spinoff from The Housewives of Atlanta, and it's just about her and her family. Um, it was interesting. I feel like she's really just trying to do damage control and trying to like uh, correct the narrative for herself on what we think is really going on with her and Simon and that whole drama with Fallon and everything like that. Like she's trying so hard to make it seem like this is such a regular like union when it's it the, the math ain't math and the timeline don't add up. The fact that Fallon just had her baby with Jalen means that she was pregnant prior to like this whole announcement of her. But Simon told her she was pregnant. I know. So it's just it's all messy and it just it, it this show don't make it no better. Like I know she's trying to like get people on her side like no like we met and in two weeks we fell in love and got engaged two weeks later and he's great we're moving in together we're blending our families but like no sis this is weird it's weird it's very much weird but people were like talking about how can you fall in love with somebody in like two weeks but we also always say yeah people fall in love at first sight but also, I'm pretty sure it's very easy to fall in love with a multimillionaire in two weeks. Hello, somebody. Hello, Because somebody. they can do things for you and treat you ways that you've probably never been treated. Exactly. You walk in house so are you saying you fell in love or are you feeling like intense like? Like you what are you probably saying? are in intense like. I'm infatuation. sure it's not actual love. Yeah, it's going to wear off. It's definitely infatuation. But I can see how people could confuse that when someone is doing such elaborate things for you. It's like Nikki asked on the Real Housewives of Potomac on the part four reunion. She asked the women, she said, if you had a hundred million dollars in the bank on your own already, would mm -hmm. you still have married your husband? Oh, I didn't see that part. Whatever That's I a said. hell of a question. It, it came on last night. Question. She, she was like, you already got your own hundred million. You good financially. Would you still have picked the same man? And of course, Cam was like, you know, I need my Ray Ray. I love him. Da, da, da. But I wouldn't marry a broke man. So it's like, sis, you like you say you right. but at the same time, if he wasn't known as the black Bill Gates at the time when you met him, would you have really married him? Right. I don't know, sis. Mm. I don't mm. know. And then she she targeted toward Did Ashley. With the questions. That was spicy. It wasn't. She targeted toward Ashley. And Ashley was like, Yes, I love Michael. And Nikki was like, What do you love about him? And she was just like, oh, he's charismatic. Oh, I, I think he's sexy. And Nikki's like, girl, like, Damn. you know, said if you want to, Damn. but no, we ain't buying what you selling, sis. We are not with it. I mean, they always it. say, you know, when you pick somebody, you know, the person that you pick, you know, that's sitting next to you at the top should be the same person sitting next to you that if life had gone differently, they'd be sitting next to you at the bus stop. So absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I don't think I want to sit with anybody at a bus stop. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I haven't been on a bus in decades. Like I'm not. That's I'm that's not, fair, and that's totally fair. But the sentiment, I I feel the sentiment. I definitely. Feel it. <laughs> I think it might have been For Denzel sure. who said that, but I have to check on that one. So.
I mean, it makes sense because him and his wife been together forever. Forever, no, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It yeah. definitely makes sense. But speaking of people being in love, did you watch Married at First Sight? You know I did. That, that reunion, girl, I was ready for the tea. That disaster. Before y'all jump into this, how do you, what what is it that's attracting about y'all about this show? Because my aunt no. watches this show, my sister watches this show from time to time. Like, what is it about this show that when y'all see it, y'all are like, nigga, I'm gripped. This it was COVID. It got it got it got a lot of people during COVID. I'm not gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it before. Mm-hmm. I know Sean, you was watching it before. I've been watching it since. Like, Sean watches it. She be watching it, watching it. I've been watching it since like season one aired. So I've been oh, wow. in the game. I just definitely think it's it's interesting. The whole experiment in itself. Matching two people up and they're not even dating. They're actually married. So they have to try to fight for this. And I don't, it's just really interesting to me to see. And you know what I really always find interesting each season? You see people in the beginning and they're telling you their likes or dislikes and how they feel about certain things. And as the show is going on, you're like, bro, I don't think you even know yourself. Like, right. <laughs> right. No, that's so real. And everything I, been... you said was so opposite. But I guess the question for me is like, like, isn't there a, a bit of it that feels like it's like produced, it's overproduced? Like, like can oh, yeah, this really be sure. real? You know what I'm saying? So it's All just like reality shows are super produced at this point. So yeah. they, I think they, they definitely started with that season with Chris and Paige. That's when it got really crazy. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I've been saying that I feel like they will have a higher success rate if they incorporate more of a. I guess like a, I know they're supposed to do like a psych, psychological evaluation, but I feel like therapy needs to be a requirement. Like the person has have to have gone through therapy like prior to the show, not just to get on the show, but like have been doing their own self-work before the show. Because a lot of these people come on here like, oh, I'm so ready to be married. Oh, I haven't found that right person. I know once I get married, I'll be happy. They come in and thinking that being married will make them happy, but they haven't dealt with their own stuff. And all this show does is reveal their own stuff that they haven't dealt with. Therefore, they're not ready to be married. They're not ready to compromise being a partnership or actually like get rid of whatever notions or thoughts that they had about being married or what the partner would be like and just like experience what's going on. And so it's just, it's a disaster. Like none of the couples really made it here um, with the season. One couple is like broke up and trying to get back together and uh, nobody made it. This was a disaster. The funny thing about him, Jose so he comes on the show with about a laundry list of 25 things that he's looking for in a spouse. I want you to be caring. I want you to be kind. I want you to do this. Y'all get into one argument and you locked her out of the house at one o'clock in the morning. How do you want somebody that's kind and caring and you lock your wife out of the house? And then cuss her out the, the next morning. day. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Can, can, could, y'all, could y'all just do me a favor? Just run the scenario down for the listeners who don't, don't, don't watch right, this show. So that. why did you lock a woman? Just, yeah, just run it down for us. Really fast, they get into an argument um, because, was it because of the Johnny situation or what was the argument about? Yeah, because she called him Johnny. She Mind, Johnny's a cast him, member. Who she's known the same amount of time as she's known her husband because they all meet at the same time. So okay. they're talking, she accidentally calls him Johnny, but they're probably already talking about Johnny. It, it seems very harmless for her to call right, him Johnny. Right, right. Right. So she calls him Johnny. They start getting into the argument. He starts yelling at her as they're arguing, which is one thing I definitely do not like. I don't like no grown ass man raising his voice like that. That was not okay. Cussed people the hell people out. yell though. I mean, that's not. Told her to get crazy. the hell out. Like no, you, you, don't, you shut the. You get the fuck out then. You get the. No, you're not yelling. I'm not no damn mm-hmm. puppy. Here. Were they both yelling? No, no. she was super calm. So it wasn't a screaming match. Okay. It was right. him yelling at her. And she's just sitting there like, I don't like you talking to me like that. And he's like, but I'm pissed. 
but that's not how you handle anger. Exactly. Like, you know how to speak to people in a regular tone, even when you're upset and arguing. Like, that seems right. very threatening to some people. Right. Side note, but, side note, listeners, I'm single. And if y'all trying to talk to me, don't ever think you can raise your voice at me. Don't ever think <laughs> me out and think that this is going to work. No, I will mm-hmm. talk in a calm tone. You can talk in a calm tone. I won't cuss at you. You don't cuss at me. It don't have to be like that. I didn't grow up seeing that. My parents weren't arguing and cussing and fussing and all that stuff. So I don't expect that in my future relationship. Just on that right. idea. <laughs> Message. Said, don't, be, don't be using that yelling shit with me. Okay. You know, Cause I'm going to walk like, away I and I'll talk to you ever again. I, I don't really get into out. arguments like that. Like not with no, my boyfriend. I would never argue like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they get into an argument. He tells her that she can get the fuck out. And she ends up walking the camera woman outside of their apartment complex. Right. Mm-hmm comes back into the apartment complex maybe 20 minutes later they showed the timestamp. she came back yep. 20 minutes later the door is dead locked like the top bolt locked and she's banging on the door for like 20 minutes and he never comes open the door talking about he went to sleep it's an apartment you can still fucking hear somebody knocking on the door so then she's knocking on other castmates apartment because they all live in the same building mm-hmm. trying to get in anywhere and is stuck outside mm-hmm. at one o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning while her husband in there pretending to be asleep. You ain't fucking fall asleep that fast. It was 20 minutes. Something tells me the producers told him to do this. This just all seems very coincidental. Like they had this crazy outrage and he locked her out. It just seems like manufactured drama. But whatever, what do I know? I don't no, know. That really put a dent in their marriage. I don't know. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. I would have been pissed. Like I'm not coming back over here. That's ridiculous. But the reunion was very, very crazy because we get to see who stayed together. And then different couples started dating each other from the show. Mm. It got fucking, it got spicy. So I don't know. Now that seems kind of manufactured, but it did get very spicy. So did you watch that after show that they uh, played? Yes, I did. But where are they now? Yes. Oh my God. That was just as messy. That's where the rumors of Balance Act dating came from because they actually went on a date on that. And then that rumor with Mirla and Johnny just got fueled, you know, because of the pool party and they was like rubbing on each other. And then she was so excited when he showed up at the little cabin. It's yeah. like, it was like uh, are you doing this to be funny? Like, what's going on? It's getting really weird. But all right, the last show I want to talk about, True Story with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Yes. Said, How are we feeling? It was so good. Like, I I had seen it advertised. I didn't really know what the premise of the show was or whatever. So I just went into it like, okay, whatever. But I loved how it was, like, loosely based on, like, basically him, who he is as a comedian traveling on the road and stuff like that. But the little twists and turns that they had in there, the whole storyline, the suspense. Like, yeah. this is, I know we saw Kevin kind of serious when he played a, what was the one uh with the old white guy? uh. The, the old white guy? What are we saying? That's, that's yeah, a lot of movies. You know the role that Kevin Hart played where he was like a serious actor for the first time? Uh, the Downside? Was it Downside? Yeah, Whatever it was called. I think it's The Upside, but let me take a upside. look. Upside. <laughs> <laughs> the Upside. So that was his first serious role. And then, you know, he did Fatherhood, which was serious and emotional type of thing. But this right here, this is like Kevin in a serious, like, suspenseful role. Like, you know, like, I really liked it. I think it's one of his best that I've seen thus far, for real. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. If you did not see it, I don't want to ruin it because I know it just came out, but it was definitely really good. And I love me some Wesley Snipes, so I was in there like, oh my God. It it was good. 
they definitely had a lot of twists and turns that I was not expecting. And I'm usually a person that guessed the end of the movie. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So what do we get? So now let's, let's go back and rate all of these. So Portia's Family Matters, what are we giving that out of five? Child, right now it's a it's a six from me just because six I out of ten i was thinking like a rating of like zero to five but okay six out of oh, ten. oh oh That's oh fine. Well, okay well so, yeah, six, six out of ten only i say that because like i'm gonna keep watching just because i'm nosy and want to see like what the narrative is that she's painting but number two i do like the aspect of her like putting her family on bringing them into the show like let's get money i'm with that um <laughs> I just don't know if it's going to get another season. So that's why I kind of think when she announced like leaving Housewives, it was kind of like the door was still open for her to come back. And they put it under the Real Housewives of Atlanta presents Portia's Family Matters to bring in more viewership because, you know, people automatically have their DVR set for Housewives of Atlanta. So they're Ooh. automatically recording her show. So she may or may not get a second season, but I'm just going to watch it just because I want to know the tea on what happened. <laughs> Three out of five stars, 60%. Okay. All right. <laughs> So then Married at First Sight, what are we giving that out of five stars? That reunion, I would say it was a juicy four. Damn. Can I, All right, can 80%. I say this? So can I say this? Um, as soon as the last part of the reunion aired, I, uh, an account that I follow on Instagram, Married at First Sight, um, M-A-F-S-P-O-C for Persons of Color, they posted all of their um, IG handles. I went mm-hmm. to follow Gil, and he had 828 uh, followers when I initially followed last Wednesday. When I tell you after that air, this man's Instagram shot up. Today he has like 77,000. He I has 78,900 followers from 828 to 78.9,000. Like everybody loves him. So it was that beard. So really, so really what I'm hearing is that we need to go on there and promote the show. That's what I'm hearing. Because clearly that's how we're going to get a lot right. of followers. A lot of people go on reality shows nowadays, no matter what the premise is, just to, you know, get their followers up, get their business out there, make a brand for themselves. So, mm-hmm. But that's a little too risky because then you can be the villain of the show. And I don't want to be the villain. I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. That's fine. Um, yeah. I'll take we'll care talk. of it. We'll, we'll see if we can get you on, Tristan. And, we'll then, <laughs> and then we have True Story. What are we giving that, ladies? 10 out of 10. Damn. Yeah, okay. Wow. I five out of five. 10 out of 10. Okay. That's hundred percent right there. That. That's Tristan, fresh. You will like it. You will get. You will get into it from jump. Like weird. first episode, you get. Into I mean, it. I have another assignment that we're going to talk about later, so I have. To, I've been trying to catch up, but I'm going to get there. I got you. All I right. will get there. We'll, we'll come back on it. But is that everything, ladies? That's all I got for you guys. All right now. Well, then I guess it's time that we got to say goodbye, isn't it? Got to say sayonara to the folks. Oh. Now it's time to say goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> what is the song? Yeah. Do I not know it? <laughs> I was singing it so hard to say goodbye. I don't know what Leslie was I was, singing. Singing I was about to sing Mouse Into the Road, but like, I didn't know what was going on. But that's fine. <laughs> I was singing the Mickey Mouse one. Now it's time. Oh, to wow. Okay. Our family. <laughs> okay. They're going to come get us. They're going to talk about licensing and whatnot. They're like, do you have the permission to use the? We have a copyright claim. Well, until the we next time, like guys. They do out of the box. Y'all remember that show? Out, out of the, the box. box. Oh wow. Out yeah. of the box. Yeah. Okay, before before we before we jump into a full course of out of the box, we have to say goodbye to these people. You know this, oh, right? We gotta tell us these sounds. We love y'all. Thank you for listening each and every week. We appreciate y'all so much. We really do. 
you know and then we'll be back next week with a rather special episode as well so please check us out ig twitter facebook um we are now on google Podcasts. please wherever you get your podcast stream subscribe on youtube as well we'd love to hear from you interact with us we talk back you talk to us we talk back i promise you it's a whole thing i may be a little slower than they are if you want to respond quick talk to them (laughs) wait a little bit i got you i promise you but y'all until the next time i've been trist it's your girl Liz. It's Shonda Don. And even though the party may change, the vibe remains the same. We out you. Bye, y'all.